All right, guys. Kid Rock and Pro Golfer John Daly were told to wear face masks ahead of the final presidential debate Thursday. The two were supporting Donald Trump ahead of his debate against Vice President Joe Biden in Nashville. Other users also shared videos and images of uh, Batwitta Sanger and Daly. I don't even know what Batwitta. I don't listen. I don't keep abreast of Kid Rock's latest songs. Or whatever, I, I forget. Oh, that's that a Kid was. Rock song. I didn't. Yeah, Bad Witta. Wait, wait, Ba Witta Ba. I believe is the name of it. Oh boy! Listen, in, in true fashion of the show, forever and ever in the day, fuck Kid Rock. Forever, <laughs> day, fuck Kid Rock. Listen, John Daly. I used to rock with John Daly. <laughs> Drunk ass, golfing ass, addictive ass. Guess who else could get that same energy? <laughs> Come on. He said Trump's just like Jesus and him. They love yeah. everybody. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, if you're gonna say that they love everybody, and then this man's like, we took good kid, of, we took good care of those kids, we separated from their parents, right? If they, and you think that's love everybody and that's proper Christian energy, I can't rock with you to say the least. All right, but anyway, um, the pictures was was silly. I don't know. John Daly had on a full US flag suit. Right, of course. And Kid Rock had on like it was. I don't know what the, the type of uh, imaging was on his his clothing. It, it looked like Florida Lees, but they weren't Florida Lees. But I don't. They listen. They came dressed properly for this debate. They should have went to the other debate because it was a crazier debate. But we'll get into debate a little bit later. Uh, but allegedly, in the past, these two gentlemen did say that people should be wearing a mask. So I don't want to just bash them them straight. And Kid Rock's honky tonk got shut down in Nashville because they weren't wearing masks, got shut down for uh, a week. Uh, but again, they both have come out and, uh, and been quote unquote proponents of wearing masks, but they just weren't uh, this past Thursday. Um, and that's, you know, enough about fucking Kid Rock, John Daly. Going back to the attire thing, it almost looked like a video game. Like you have certain outfits and you right. selected the cliche John Daly, Kid Rock. <laughs> it's like a, a, a Grand Theft Auto. When you're right. changing the clothes and then like bobbing to the side a little bit. Mm, should I go John Daly, bright blue and or no America suits? There we go. <laughs> All right, moving on, because we got a lot to basically centered around 45. Uh, Rudolph Giuliani was caught in a humiliating, humiliating bedroom scene in the new Borat movie. We kind of all heard a little bit about this. Uh, play a little bit of the video. Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, might have just experienced one of the most awkward scenes in the Borat film. Mr Giuliani was fooled into meeting with the 24-year-old actress, Maria Bakalova, who was playing Borat's daughter and posing as a conservative TV journalist. The former mayor of New York City then met the actress in a hotel room after a fake interview, but things soon take an extremely awkward turn when the 76-year-old begins to hold her hands, compliment her looks, and follow her to the bedroom. After she removes his mic, he is seen reclining on a bed and putting his hands down his pants, only to be interrupted by Cohen's Borat character. Thankfully, the pair were interrupted when Borat came bursting into the room and said, she's 15, she's too old for you. However, Mr. Giuliani and his team have repeatedly claimed he actually foiled the entire incident and that he didn't recognize Cohen at first and even called the police after he entered the room. Trump's lawyer took to Twitter today slamming Cohen and his film, saying, The Borat video is a complete fabrication. I was tucking in my shirt after taking off the recording equipment. At no time before, during or after the interview was I ever inappropriate. If Sasha Baron Cohen implies otherwise, he is a stone-cold liar. 
All right. That's a god of fun out of it. Because <laughs> uh, initially, I'll tell you this. I was going to say that I get that he's 76 years old. But if a 76-year-old man thinks that a 27-year-old woman is hitting on him and they're in a hotel room, I don't care what they do. <laughs> and I get you, of course, with, with Giuliani and all the foolishness, and we can go back to, you know, racist stuff that he did to the former mayor of, um, of New York City. Like, Giuliani's been in the ass for a very long time. F that cleaning up Times Square mess. Um, but again, when I was first watching it, like, because in the movie, from what the details of what we know, he's, he's supposed to be trying to uh, marry off his daughter and bringing her here. And she's 15 years old. But as they just told you, she's a 20 something year old actress. But right there. And uh, his life's on the line, too. OK. Kazakhstan's going to kill him if he doesn't gift his uh, daughter to you, Julia. You watched it? Did you watch it already? I started it. OK. Finished it. So the thing, the, 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 so the thing is, right there though, she's playing like she's a twenty-something-year-old uh, journalist, right, a reporter. So if he's in there, and we can always say, well, you know, the age discrepancy is just vast. What are you doing? Yeah, you can say that too. But I mean, shit. I hope if I'm seventy-six, some young girl still likes me. <laughs> <laughs> like, who wants to just be like unattractive? Like, you just think like you reach a certain age, and it's just like nobody wants your ass. Like, no, like. <laughs> and again, if, 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 if he, he, listen, he has a good excuse if he's saying that, you know, he took off his recording equipment. He was, he was, I have to watch that part to see what I feel to get the proper context. If he was really just pulling out the Slim Jim or if he was uh, uh, a... <laughs> he definitely <laughs> lingers on that tuck. Oh, so you saw that part? No, but I did see a video clip of it. I tried mm-hmm. to include it. I couldn't find the address again. Okay. But uh, he definitely lingers on that tuck. So was it was it a linger like I'm gonna see what she gonna say? You know, it was like I'm gonna see if she say I'm gonna see if she say stop. Well, to describe it perfectly, this is under the assumption it was a tuck because it might have just been a full blown "How you yeah. doing, ma'am?" Uh, yeah, okay. just let me get down there. Let me get the business started so that uh, <laughs> I can catch up to you, baby. So assuming it's a tuck, you know, usually when you get the tuck in there. It's kind of a quick one, especially in the crotchal region, because that's like, it's like if you're at the urinal and you do too many shakes, you're having a, a good time over there versus But you hygiene. know what? I, I don't even care. I, listen, I, I take care of my business. I'll, other dudes can be right there. If you, you, I don't have to come Well, in. maybe that's what Mayor Giuliani thought as well. I'm going to tuck this baby <laughs> yeah, in. Right. I listen, could give a damn if I I'm linger. Not. I'm not trying to put any put any pee back in my pants, so I'm trying to get it all all of it off when I'm at the urinal. Yeah, but there's a shake yeah, limit. Yeah, there's yeah, no shake crazy. limit. There's no damn <laughs> shake limit. Right. You can't just be sitting there shaking away at the Listen, urinal. I'll give a good five shakes, bro. I don't care what you say. Right. So five is a limit. Say, what if it's a this. No, what that's about a lot. shakes? That's yeah, there's a shake limit. <laughs> that's my point. Listen, there's my a thing line. is this. My thing is this. Why are you watching me at the urinal? Like, I'm never sitting there like, I'm counting like, that. he hit the sick shake. Like, I'm not paying attention to your shaking. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> on a tragic note, and I mean this for the victim, not for the bastard that did it, uh, former San Francisco uh, 49er, uh, this is from uh, Yahoo, Dana Stubblefield was sentenced to 15 years to life in prison Thursday for raping a development, developmentally disabled woman who prosecutors say he lured to his home with the promise of, ba- of babysitting job. 
A jury in July found Subfield 49 guilty of raping a woman with a threat of a gun. He also was convicted of forcible oral copulation and a false imprisonment. A day before uh, the April uh, 2015 assault, damn, it was that long ago? That's, you know what, that would be messed up to somebody sexually assault you and it takes five years for their ass to go to jail. A day before the April uh, 2015 assault, Subfield contacted the 31-year-old woman on babysitting, a babysitting website and arranged an interview with the prosecutor said. According to a report by the Morgan Hill Police Department, the interview lasted about 20 minutes. She later received a text from uh, Stubblefield saying that he wanted to pay her for the time she spent that day and she went back to, the, to his house. He then, I guess, because it goes to the article goes straight to after raping her, Stonefield gave her $80 and let her go, according to the report. The woman immediately went to the police and reported the rape. DNA evidence uh, matched, the, matched Stonefield. Uh, Alan Sawyer, one of Stonefield's trial, attorney, trial attorneys, said the defense team was uh, precluded from showing the jury a strong evidence that would have supported uh, the contention. After seeing the uh, Thursday, uh, Sawyer emphasized the jury rejected two felony charges alleging that Stubblefield exploited a woman who was mentally incapable of providing consent to sex. The attorney went on to say, we proved it. And the jury found that to be true. Uh, the false narrative of the corrupt this trial from start to finish. So he's saying that the woman did consent and also that she's, she's capable of deciding if she wants to be consensual with having sex or whatnot. But I mean, he's still getting 15 years. So I guess they still felt like he break regardless of the, so the jury probably feels like she's an adult. She's capable of making this decision, but she still was raped. I guess is how I should put that or whatever. Um, listen, man, I mean, I know a lot of, I, listen, I used to love 49ers. That 49ers team uh, and, and, and Dana Subfield. What type of sick individual well, I mean, first of all, you raping, and then the setup is using your kid to even do the rape. It's just, I, again, and it baffles me because I, again, I can't, I can't put myself in that mindset of why you would think that's okay. You know, like it's weird. Like just to think for a second, Dana Stubblefield thought I can force myself. Let's just let's just say if it was gray area. You still forced yourself on somebody. Like you, you like I, I don't want to say this lady's consented. You can you can be pressured into consent, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, and I'm not a woman, but to the point where and you hear some women say when they be like, "Well, why didn't you do something?" And it's because I'm afraid he's going to harm me, basically. You know what I'm saying? But for you to sit there and set this young lady up and do her like that, man, listen, he deserves to be thrown under the under the prison, uh, to say the least. You know, if you've ever been um. They've been a fan of anything, Ben Davis, how we feel about stuff like this. You know, saying these are the type of motherfuckers that need to be tarred and feathered, to say the least. Uh, so when you found this out, what did you think, Sydney? Uh, it's, uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Ken. This is just sickening, and, and I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. If you can't get a woman on your own without having to drug her or to you know, do anything as forceful as that, that's just absolutely sickening. And uh, it, it, there's just no place for people like that in, in our society. No pun intended, something's mentally more wrong with him as well, but mm, I'm, not, I'm not, definitely not giving that a pass. He should have known better. And for uh, any person, any man in that situation, you're supposed to look out for yourself. I'm not saying all women are liars when it comes to, not in a specific case, but it just uh, in, in rape cases in general, yes, you have some women that will lie for other reasons, but for the most part, as men, we're supposed to look out for ourselves and protect ourselves. We are supposed to know what we are supposed to do in situations like this. Protect yourself. Like you said, kid, 
Can we get lured into situations like that and the outcomes turn out worse? Yes, but if, if you are a man, you, you are supposed, you, you already know you what you're supposed to do, but unfortunately, some of us, not us personally, but some, some men don't know what to do in that situation and they get caught up. But as far as David Stubbfield's concerned, that is just sickening. And like I say, it needs to be thrown under the jail. So he can go away for all I care. Well, I'll, hold, hold up before we go any further. The setup part, you're just saying that because we're not saying that this young lady ladder did anything like that. No, 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 no I'm saying in general. Okay, I'm not talking yeah. about the case. Okay, okay. Just make sure. I didn't want I didn't want this when we put this out, people to think that you were saying that. So I wanted to just be clear. Oh no, 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 no. Definitely, definitely. Ryan. Yeah, it's uh it's horrible. And just thinking like she's develop me developmentally disabled. Like, she's probably doing a type of job that, like, she can really do, you know? Like, uh, I don't know what exactly she has, but you hear about, like, autistic people being raped, you know? Like, they have so many options, at least somewhat, you know, they can't put a roof over anybody because everybody breaks through the roof. But, you know, a lot of times autistic people are doing uh, certain types of tasks and careers because they all have a type of disable or development that's a problem for them doing other types of careers. And for him to just take advantage of this woman and then he just goes ahead and just gives her money afterwards. Like, that is secure. That, it, like yeah, like he must have, you know, like a mental thing, like <laughs> I'm helping you out or something like that or like just and, like and maybe a form of control. Yeah, he's trying to cover up. So it's like, I paid like, the soul's consent. He's using I'm not, Angie I'm not list. totally evil because right. I'm paying for it. Right. He's using Angie list to go through the babysitter section like it was the back page or something. Like, what? just think about that personally. Shirley's using a babysitting service for like it's a prostitution ring or something. Right. You know what and I'm he's saying? Got, like, you just want your kid to have this person that you're going to rape? Like, what? Ah, man. All right. Outrage and anger in Nigeria continue to grow as the hashtag NSARS protests expand and contend with outright violence from the Nigerian army and police force, according to Associated Press, New York Times, and social media. As previously reported, a peaceful protest, this is from Blavity, uh, has been incensed since the army officially opened fire on them Tuesday at Lakey Tollgate in Lagos, uh, killing at least seven people under the shroud of darkness, according to a local news outlet, Punch. Dozens of other protesters were killed across the country the same day as news reported. The violence uh, covered extensively on social media has largely been ignored by Nigerian elected officials and even President uh, Muhammadu uh, Buhari, who made no mention of it during an address to the nation Thursday night. Thursday was Buhari's first appearance since Legagate uh, shooting, but he only tacitly uh, mentioned the action of his armed forces, only threatening protesters not to continue the demonstrations. Have y'all been watching on social media this shit's been going on? It's been going on for like a month and a half, damn it, I feel like. It's been going on in Nigeria, because they just been walking down the street shooting. I mean, it's, it looks like Hotel Rwanda in that joint. You know what I'm saying? I know that there's violence all over. We live in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, just think about this is a country breaking down and in, in, in that matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, but to know that the, the elected officials are just basically like, whatever. I saw one where it was a group of, man, it had to be like 200, 300 people were coming down the street and there were like seven or eight guys with guns uh, and like some cars behind them. I don't think it was some tanks. 
And all of a sudden you see that group of people running. I, I, honest with you, I don't know if they were running away or running at the people that, and because the caption was like, in Nigeria, uh, protests turns into shootouts or something like that. Uh, marches, no, it was marches uh, turn into shootouts. And I didn't, I couldn't necessarily understand if they were talking about the, the guys that were there or they were saying that, that that group of people turned into just start shooting. But regardless, I see people running down the streets and guys with uh, um, assault rifles shooting up blocks and you see like the windows breaking behind the people who are taking off running and whatnot. It's been crazy in Nigeria for about a month, a month and a half, man. And I grew up with mad Nigerians uh, would like to actually know what they think and especially in particular what their parents think about what's going on there. But yeah, it's been a lot of fucking dysfunction and violence in, uh, in Nigeria uh, this last month or so. Yeah, man. Go ahead, either one. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it makes me think of the kind of like the anti-kneelers. Like, mm. we have a gift in this country to be able to protest and be able to have press that covers things and can actually, like, you know, uh, get a nation behind something. Like, mm. I-, I wonder what the media is like out there in Nigeria. They're probably right. just not covering anything outside right. of the international media that's in there that's trying to actually kind of cover the story somewhat. Uh, and that's about that's all being done by our world leaders, which is just crazy. Like, in today's age, when is that going to start becoming a pressure where what is the UN doing when we can't come together and figure out some of these things that's happening just all over the world but especially in africa uh just terrible situation i hope uh i hope the nigerian people can find a way to go through this and they're gonna have to stay strong because i mean when you can't protest and you have no press like your leaders can really control you and if they got the power of the army or people with guns behind them and they're not at all wavering their loyalty they're just going with the the uh, politicians and not the people I mean, that can be just horrible, horrible violence over and over until those scars finally either get healed or at least get better. Mm. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that, of course, we all have our own issues living in the city of Chicago, of course, in the United States, but we better appreciate what we have here in this country. Many people still flock over here to live in this country because of our way of life, the way our government is set up. No, it's not perfect, but it's better than... Uh, most places around the, the world, like Ryan said, or with the uh, with the Nigerians, do they have? They don't have a government uh, clearly as as structured as ours, and we have no media or very little media con- controlled by the government. Uh, they could do whatever they want. Uh, I wanted to know what's what's their foreign policy. Where's their allies if they have been to at least um, not just well. Of course, we, we all want the violence to stop entirely, but. Uh, where are the allies that they have any to at least control the situation, keep it down to a minimum? Uh, unless you guys know something that I don't, uh, it looks like he's not stopping anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, you need those other countries to intercede. Um, I feel like this would be something that, depending on their skin color, other other countries would would, ha- would come up and stop them. Uh, but since I guess there's no. Um, there's no oil or gold to be sought after. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. is there golden oil that they want to keep these people in charge? Like, why aren't the other leaders across the globe saying, you know what, what do we need this guy for if he's just creating violence? Well, I mean, but usually a lot of times in Africa, 
people don't really care. That's true. You know, like they like there's been plenty of atrocities that have taken place in Africa, and you, the, we don't step in in those for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no there's no value. There's nothing to be gained. I mean, look, but don't you think it's kind of getting harder, like with all the social media, like. I guess back in the day, you can kind of do some crazy-ass violent shit, but it's not covered, so you have no one really to answer to. Mm-hmm. But, like, you would think nowadays, like, if you're the president of, you know, any first-world country that you're seeing this happen, like, yo, why aren't we doing anything about this? Again, I, I think you're right, but I still think it's how we value life and co- life of people of color. Um, and you've seen it, like you see it all the time. Like think about it in our oh, yeah. time. How in our lifetime, how many times has the United States interceded with something that was happening with for African people? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, without some kind of game. Without, but yeah, years. I mean, but just yeah, definitely without a game. But even you, you don't see it. I mean, just, and this is this is not an apples to apples comparison. But you know, when when you have refugees come from one Caribbean place, you have them come from Cuba. It's like, oh, come on in. Let your ass come from Haiti. They push that raft right back out to the sea. So, like, you, it's just, it's, it's, it's policy. It's basically been like that. You know, there's nothing to be gained, and we, des- we de- des- don't necessarily care. That's what that always comes off to me to say. All righty. So, uh, unfortunately, and with these times that we have, we have another uh, Karen incident, and it happened at a Starbucks where, of course, you don't get your way, so you have to show off your ass. And that's just the way we kind of live in this country nowadays. You do something stupid and somebody calls you on it, instead of just apologizing and doing the right thing, you have to sit here and act a fucking fool. Afternoon at a Starbucks in San Diego, 19-year-old barista Alex Beckham says the customer in blue pulled down her Trump 2020 mask to ask a question. Beckham says she asked the customer to put the mask back on, which she did before becoming agitated and taking it off again. That's when another customer says he started recording. I told her that just to make sure that when she come, if she ever were to come back, to make sure that the store and the customers were protected. Moments later, the customer serves up a different motive. If she felt discriminated against because she was a Trump supporter, that's on her. That's not my fault. I never brought any mention of her politics. Moments later, the customer becomes more upset. customer isn't quite done yet. In Beckham's words, this is her first, quote, crazy Karen experience in three years as a barista, but she says she isn't surprised. I'm from a place that's really conservative, and I've been racially targeted uh, my whole life here, so it's kind of like a normal. But Beckham says this incident is not okay. She posted it on social media, and it went viral, some two million views in a day. I feel like it's really important to show people that this sort of behavior should not be normalized and should not be acceptable. Um, I think the first thing I want to say to young Alex, sister, you need to move. If you say that that's what goes down there regularly, 
it's time for you to get the fuck from over there. All right. So let me let me just say maybe she will love San Diego. Listen, if that's listen, I, and I know how San Diego can be. I've heard at least. Dude, fuck San Diego. If I'm somewhere and it's like every day they owe me like inward, 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 dude, I can't do it. Um, yeah, dude, this is this is ridiculous to say the least. Uh, this lady, listen, what does black? That's a crazy thing too. All right, let's just say this hypothetically speaking. What if old girl Alex was like, you know, put your mask on, and she should, or even a Trump supporter, maybe she felt like you can't hear me. Let me put my mask down so you can hear me better, right? Maybe she felt like that. Uh, maybe Alex was like, man, I don't want you to have that mask down because I don't want to catch Rona. Also, you got that Trump mask on, so fuck you too. You need to put that damn mask on. I'm just, I'm, I'm being fair to both sides right here, right? What does fuck Black Lives Matter have to do with any of that shit? I mean, that, see, that's when you show your true intention, right? Well, she uh, was angry and embarrassed at that point, so then uh, she had to up the ante. Yeah, like, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put it up here, like, what? Right. Like, dude, you can't... See, this is the thing I don't get. Like, I could get into an argument with someone, or a debate, I should say, and my first thing I'm going to do is not sit there and try to go into the worst words that I can say. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I do, this is one thing I, I live, I do it at home, uh, where it's like, you, you, can, you can disagree, but you, you don't have to go and, and try to shoot somebody in the face as far as saying the worst things possible that you can say about it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't get where, when we have these uh, interactions with people, that you can't just have civil discourse and just not disagree. Like, they, they could have not disagreed. No girl could have just walked out and left. But then, like you just said, Ron, she had to raise the ante. And that's the problem with society as a whole right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I'm not putting this on any one race or what all. I'm talking about everybody. There's a problem with just walking away and agreeing to disagree. Yeah, I agree with you, Ken. Uh, my, my policy is, and I try to practice this as well, we can disagree without being disagreeable. And like I said, we can have civil discussions. When a person starts belittling you, or as I call it, the your mama syndrome, you make a valid point. I don't have a valid point uh, to come back with you. I just start uh, going to the your mama syndrome. That's why I know you got me. And that's what, like you said, that's what's happening uh, in our society today, and that's really unfortunate. I don't care what subject you're talking about, but I, especially when it comes to social issues and politics, and that's where uh, uh, this behavior really rises up the most. First of all, shout out to the person who recorded that video, because if that person didn't record record that, it would have been the customer's word against the worker, and the worker right. probably would have been fired. So thank you to that person who recorded it. Now, the worker didn't do anything wrong, as far as I can see. Let's shout Unless y'all saw something else that I no, didn't see. No. Uh, the customer really agged it on by doing the Trump, using the Trump support as an excuse or F Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. It's like, whatever you guys were talking about, why did it have to be brought up that way? Unless I'm missing something. Like you said, that customer just acted on for no reason. All this over a pumpkin lock, a lot of whatever. Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I just look at like the situation like let's just I'll give her the benefit of the doubt for a second. Let's just pretend that she just said something stupid when she said F Black Lives Matter. Uh like where how did you get to that point then? Because this started <laughs> over a pumpkin latte, like you said. Like, okay, you know, people go crazy over their coffee. It's kind of a drug, so maybe, you know, you're losing it. But like 
you're going to so extreme over a coffee. And it's like the other Karen incident we talked about, like burnt, you're going to an extreme for somebody that's outside with binoculars. Like why uh, you don't see videos of people going to extreme like that when something's actually going on. It seems like it's just, it's always over the stupidest thing. My, that's my like, right. And it, it's like what Sydney, you just said, I mean, if you feel, I guess, somehow politics are being brought into this situation and you disagree with everything, like just kind of walk away and, and, le- and be disagreeable in that fashion. But when it's just like you're taking everything so personal, you got to up the ante with everything. We're exploding over coffee. Like that's just that's too much. If we can explode over coffee, what aren't we going to explode over? And you see it like we can't even wear masks, even her having a problem with the mask thing, wearing a mask in the place. It's just like, I don't know. It, it's funny how people can just get so set off, especially in those business transaction things of the minute. I've seen it with just people all the time. Like, oh, I'm disrespected. I'm paying. I should be respected 100% or get my way. 100%. It just, it's silly. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. 